This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can always visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Lots of great tools and resources, some great ways you can connect with us completely complimentary, whether you have a quick question or maybe you're tuning in saying, I'd like a second set of eyes on my retirement plan. You might be someone who's done your plan yourself, or maybe you've done the savings, but you don't know how it's all coming together. In any of those cases, we can help. That complimentary process starts with setting up that 15-minute phone call. If you visit us at the website, you'll be able to see the calendar and schedule that directly right at retirementreadyshow.com. For our friends in Wisconsin, just uh, zooming in on it here, February 21st and 22nd, we're going to be out in Pewaukee, 6.30 p.m., one hour, talking about the economy, the federal elections, what impact might that have on your retirement. We're also going to talk about the pending tax increase coming in 2026. We're going to give you some steps you can take to help protect yourself from that. Those classes do fill up, so we do need folks to register ahead of time. You'll be able to see those dates and times and register right at retirementreadyshow.com. And I'm joined this week, once again, the silver fox himself, Randy Winkler. Hey, Tony, how you doing? Wait, we need a... No, that's the wrong one, Randy. There, your crowd goes wild. I think maybe it's the trombone sound you're looking for. That's right. <laughs> no, it's great to have you, buddy. It's always fun doing the show with you and... Fun time of year. I don't know in the upper Midwest here. I don't know if this is spring or probably too optimistic. To I say don't know. That. We had a lot of fog lately that uh, just kind of came in and hung around for a couple of days, and then when the sun came out, I'm like, "Hey, what's that glowing orb in the sky? I haven't seen yeah. that for a while." Some beautiful sunsets this last week, but also some crazy warm temperatures. Yeah, I like it. It's it's funny how um, everything's relative. You know, 30, 35 degrees in November is freezing in February. Everybody's out in shorts and t-shirts. Right, it feels good. Right. <laughs> I guess it depends on what you're into too. My mom uh, lives with me, but she loves to cross country ski, so she's been aggravated by the warm, warm oh, yeah. weather. Yeah, the, the the mucky snow we had as it warmed up that was I not uh, not conducive to anything and it all kind of melted so quick so yeah. challenging if you like those outdoor winter sports yeah. with downhill skiing or snowshoeing or cross country whatever snowmobilers good stuff though randy but let, let's jump in we got a great show all lined up for everybody and you know i think everybody hears us talk about it a lot but we think just about anything in retirement is possible with a plan. And I've seen the results of this belief firsthand when it comes to retirement planning. There are a few things more important, especially for those of you who are 50 years or older. But creating retirement on your pen, retirement plan, excuse me, on your own can be difficult, can be challenging. There's a lot of moving parts, a lot of things to consider, which is why I strongly recommend relying on assistance of an experienced financial advisor who's knowledgeable in retirement planning. But how do you know who's the best, Randy? How do we figure out who's a, who's a good advisor for your situation? How can you be sure the advisor you're considering won't do more harm than good? I think these are not only critical questions, but they're questions that 
I think the the retirees or pre-retirees that we're meeting are going through in their head, and they don't necessarily know how to discern that. So we're going to address these today. And I, I think, Randy, mistakes in retirement can have a big impact on your financial future. So it's really critical to recognize issues as soon as possible. And that's where a great financial advisory firm like ours can come in. We can help you guide through these kind of complexities of retirement planning, make sure your savings and investments are really lined up with your long-term goals. And if you consider the potential risks, right, we have inflation, taxes, stock market volatility, so many we could talk about. Your retirement really is far too important to be left to chance. And that's why we really encourage you, reach out to us. Allow our years of planning experience, creating retirement-ready roadmaps to make a difference in preserving your future assets. And our goal is really to empower you with knowledge and resources that you need to make informed decisions and really build a retirement plan that helps you feel confident about your financial well-being. And I guess maybe the first question, Randy, and we meet a lot of folks like this, let's call it DIYers or kind of do-it-yourselfers, and boy, a lot of them are incredibly brilliant. Mm -hmm. They spend a lot of time really kind of developing knowledge base on investments. So how do you even approach to you know, decide if you need an advisor or not? Yeah, I think there's a number of things that you should look at. And uh, one of the first is knowledge and experience. I think you can get uh, a lot of experience as a do-it-yourselfer and you gain that knowledge. But if you've got someone who's doing it full-time as opposed to somebody that's doing it part-time, um, there, there's a lot more resources. There's a lot more continuing education that's required for a lot of the certifications in our industry. So I think taking a look at uh, maybe outsourcing that area, if you're into it, definitely do it. I know my, I myself am a career changer because I got into it so much uh, that I, I switched careers from what I did before because I really enjoyed it. But uh, I'm finding I, I can be much more successful now with the team around me and the tools that I have than when I was trying to do it on my own. Uh, another thing to take in mind is objectivity. Sometimes we're not the, the most objective. In fact, I've talked to many people in our industry that say, say like, uh, doctors make the worst patients. You know, a financial advisor needs his own financial advisor because we can be very objective with uh, other people's money, but with our own, maybe not. So to have somebody taking an objective look at your uh, financial situation, taking a look at your money, um, that's not going to be reacting. You know, there's a lot of um, noise out there that is masquerading as news and you can panic and you're getting dripped on it 24 seven. If you have somebody that can take a look at it and say, oh, you know what? Yeah, that's a concern or no, that's something we're really not that worried about or hey, that's an opportunity. We love it when that happens because we're going to do X, Y and Z to take advantage of that. So having somebody that's got kind of a little bit more uh, removed, but has the tools and the objectivity to, to take a look at uh, what's a concern and what's an opportunity. Sometimes it's that independent set of eyes, right? I, I mean, I, I've shared the story in the past, but I, I think when it comes to money, it's such an emotionally charged topic. Yes. And, you know, you think about what contributes to that. Maybe it was your parents growing up, right? I mean, if they said money doesn't grow on trees, maybe you're really worried about money. If it was more of an abundance mindset or somebody was well-versed, you might feel a little bit more confident. Some generations, families don't talk about money, right? That's a very private thing. Other families want, you know, kids and people that are going to be involved to be well aware of what's going on. So, there's so many different approaches, but I think to your point, Randy, emotions don't have, they shouldn't at least have a big part of your decisions. This should really be based on math, you know, numbers, data. And, and I, I've told the story before, but I have a great friend. He's now sold his practice, but he owned a lot of locations in New England area. 
very successful advisor. You know, COVID hits March of 2020, fastest drop in market history. And he was close to selling his practice within a couple of years, but he panics, sells everything while it's low, you know, buys a bond portfolio. And if you think back to what happened after April, you know, we saw this dramatic market rise. Mm -hmm. And he really sat on the sidelines after locking in some losses. Right. And fortunately, with his own money, not with his clients money. Right. But so even for a seasoned pro, it, it's really challenging, you know, to not fall into that trap of uh, responding emotionally with your own money. So sometimes I think having that independent voice, that independent set of eyes that can remove the emotions is is really critical. And that's why, you know, we have some we have a, a couple clients here at Drake and Associates that are retired pros from the biz because in retirement they either don't want to be thinking about it or staring at their computer screen or maybe their spouse said that's not how we're spending our retirement right, right. or they just don't want to be emotional and make decisions and i think that's important to consider yeah well we two of us sat down with a new family this week that was evaluating whether they wanted to work with us and we looked at their data and th if they doubled tripled quadrupled their spending they would never run out of money but their number one concern was are we going to have enough so some of it is just there, there's some fear that, you know, we can hold your hand through that. And some of it is they just don't have a plan. A lot of people have a portfolio, but not a plan. And you don't know how, how does this work? Is this, is this enough? Is this going to get me there? So I think one of the advantages of having uh, somebody that is uh, independent and looking at it uh, uh, outside of it, they can, they can address it and show, say, hey, yeah, yeah, we're good. Or in the case where you're not good, what do we need to do to get you where you need to be? Um, and it's, I, I can very rarely think of cases in my career where there are people who are just, Hey, there's nothing we can do for you. There's, there's no hope. You know, there's usually, we need to do a little, a few little tweaks. We need to make some changes, but most of the time we're telling people, not only are you okay, you can be retired today. You can spend more. So that that's always fun to give that, that information. And I think maybe a challenge we could put out there if you're tuning in today and you're kind of considering, do I need an advisor or maybe do I need a new advisor or a different relationship? You know, there's really, and we talk about this in my in my book, Get Retirement Ready. And if you visit the website, uh, retirementreadyshow.com, you'll see opportunity to get our Retirement Ready Toolkit, which in includes some great guides and a copy of my book. But um, in there, we talk about, Randy, the five kind of critical areas of retirement. And we're not going to have time right at the moment to dive into all of them, but there's investments, an income plan, family plan, healthcare planning, and a forward-looking tax plan to reduce taxes over the years. And and I think if you think about those five areas, again, investments, income plan, family plan, so we're talking continuity, wellness, but succession planning, healthcare planning, and tax planning, just think about those five areas and rate yourself one to 10. No sevens allowed, seven sitting on the fence, right? <laughs> But rate yourself one to 10 on how well you feel prepared or how confident you feel in, in those five areas. If you're like most people we meet, there's two, three, maybe four or five areas that you're not feeling. You may be ranking yourself one to six. One, I don't feel prepared at all. Ten is I got it. Right. And, and if you're ranking yourself one to six, you might that might either be an indication that you want a great fiduciary advisor to help create a plan or it might indicate, like a lot of people, you're in a relationship with an advisor that's maybe just doing the investments, and they're not creating an income plan. They're not creating a tax plan, succession planning, healthcare planning. So you might have a great 
part of the plan solved, but you may not have the whole plan solved. And that could be a great indication that it's time to get a new set of eyes, second set of eyes on your plan, or maybe work with a professional for the first time to create a plan. So you're really addressing those five areas. Again, rank yourself one to 10, those sevens allowed. And if you have one, two, three areas that you're not feeling confident, might be worthwhile to have a talk. And with us, there's no cost or obligation. We'd love to sit down and, and review those options with people on how they can Make some changes to make things better. Mm -hmm. Great topic this week, Randy. We're we're kind of talking about as you kind of zoom in on this chapter of retirement, or maybe you're early in retirement. How do you know if you need an advisor? Do I need a second set of eyes on my plan? So there's a number of mistakes I want to run through. And, and I think one of these happens a lot, and that's really failing to look at the advisor's credentials. Yeah. Um, and the weird thing about our industry is that anybody can call themselves an advisor. Well, so. I think it's a great point, Randy. I mean, I think a lot of people may not realize this, but to become a licensed financial advisor, you can basically self-study. And I spent so long since I've taken, was it 70% passing, 72? Oh, I think you mean the CFP? No, 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 no. Just your securities license. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Pretty low bar. Yeah. It's a pretty low passing rate. And then you're a financial advisor, right? And then, you know, maybe I, I jumped you here, but you're getting the other designations like CHFC, CFP that require a lot more education and testing. And and so it's important to understand who, who you're dealing with and what their level of education is. Right. And based on those tests, there are certain things that you can represent. So uh, it's very well known in our industry that there's some people that get an insurance license and that's all they can talk about. Not that there's anything wrong with insurance and insurance products, but they may not be appropriate for everyone in every situation. So you definitely want to um, uh, check your advisor's credentials, you know, find out what their background is and look and see if do they have some of those designations. The, uh, the certified financial planner is kind of the, the gold standard. And that one is um, it's very challenging. We both went through that one years ago and the continuing education is challenging just to keep up with that. But it's a it's a our industry is trying to create that as the new standard, but there's, but it's not, it's, it's getting there, but they're not all the way there yet. So you definitely want to look for a team that's got CFPs on it. And then you also want to take a look at a disciplinary history. There are people in our industry that are not ethical. Imagine that. And um, when that comes to light, that is recorded and pretty easy to, to track down. So you can check with the uh, SEC and FINRA, that's F-I-N-R-A, and there's something called broker check. You can go out and look up your your advisor and find out, uh, you know, what's their, uh, have they been honest, ethical, uh, have they been in jail? <laughs> you know, what's, what's yeah, their background? Yeah, that's a great point, right? And those are free resources, sec.gov or finra.org. And to your point, you click on that broker check button, type in the name. It's really that simple. And then you're going to see a, a part that says disclosures, and that's where we're required to report if there's been a bankruptcy or some criminal charge or a client complaint or client having to get paid out or, you know, whatever it might be, we're required to disclose all of that there. And it's really important to look at that to really understand what's happening and what's going on with the person. Is there a pattern of some type of, of abuse or neglect or, or whatever when it comes to clients? So you can kind of walk into that with your eyes open. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. 
definitely something you should you should look it into. Another mistake that we think you should be aware of is you want to uh, select an advisor who takes the time to get to know you. If they don't take the time to get to know you, they're not addressing uh, your issues. This one's a pet peeve of mine, yeah. Randy, and, and I know you and I, we, we kind of joke. We're not going <laughs> to admit to how long we've both been doing this, but long time. And, and, and I think so many times over the years, I've had someone come in or a couple come in and say, man, my advisor, he or she just doesn't listen to me. Or if I've told them, you know, something once, I've told them a hundred times and they don't make those applications or, you know, they don't answer my questions or they talk to me like I'm stupid or, or whatever the, the, you know, things that we've heard over the years. And man, that's heartbreaking because, you know, really, you know, when we work with a client, I mean, let's face it, we're, we're asking them to trust us with their life savings. That's a big ass. It comes with a lot of responsibility on our end. And I think one of those responsibilities is to be a great active listener because every plan should be unique and should be specific to what that family's trying to accomplish. Yeah. It's, it's always disheartening when I hear somebody that says, oh yeah, they, they don't listen or met with somebody this past week that was unhappy with their current advisor and every account they had was in the same investments. The company had one model, which probably makes it very easy for them to run their business, but there's no, there's no customization. There's no getting to know the client. And this person brought up some concerns and they, they're like, oh, we don't do that. Or we don't address that. And just, uh, they were missing, they were working on one area. They work on the investment area and completely leaving out the other four areas of retirement. They weren't addressing family. They weren't talking about an income plan. They weren't talking about healthcare. There were concerns there about long-term care that weren't being addressed by the current advisor. They didn't look at taxes at all, which is just a huge, a huge thing. So make sure that who you're talking to is listening, that they do what you're looking for. And as you're entering into that new phase of life of retirement, is that an area that they specialize in? Or is it just like, oh yeah, we do that too. That's a, that's a common response we hear from people like, well, you know, Hey, you guys sound great. But let me go back and talk to my advisor. I'm telling, this is what they're going to say. Oh yeah, we can do that. It's like, well, why haven't you done it for the last 20 years? Yeah, Why haven't you yeah. done it yet? <laughs> right. Right. And I do think you brought up a great point, Randy, and it you know, we really work with people that are in retirement or really zooming in on retirement. And, you know, I think there's a lot of great advisors that are maybe more of a jack of all trades and they work in, you know, people that are younger. And I just found early in my career that the topics are so specific in retirement. There's specific needs that need to be addressed. And it's very different than your working years. And frankly, when you talk about some of the tax stuff and some of the things that you and I love requires a ton of continuing education. And, you know, we just found it important to specialize in that. So we really only work with retirees or, or folks kind of doing that retirement plan. And it might be something to consider. I mean, I like to use the analogy of, uh, say, you have a heart attack or a stroke. My guess, you're not going to go to a general practitioner or family doctor. You're going to go to a cardiologist and maybe even a cardiologist that specializes in the exact condition you're dealing with because you want somebody that's really well versed on that topic. And I think there's something to be said for doing that in retirement as well. Yeah, they have to be a good fit. We know we're not a fit for everybody. So we, we and we also don't consider ourselves to have competition because we know what we do and we do it very well. So we say, check out a few places, talk to them, find out, hey, this this place speaks to me. This is what I'm looking for. Or it doesn't. I, I think you're going to know 
know when you're talking and going through the process that, yeah, this is exactly what I'm looking for or it's not. So it's, it's an ongoing relationship that hopefully will last for, in some cases, multiple generations. You want to make sure that you're not only doing your due diligence, but you're finding, is this a good fit personality wise? Do I like what they're bringing to the table? Do we have all of the different areas covered um, under one roof? Or are they saying, well, you're going to have to talk to your accountant for that? Or, oh, no, we don't do that. Or, um, yeah, yeah, well, we, we, I, I suppose we can look into that. You want somebody that that's what they specialize in and they've got the team members to come in and support because not one person can know everything. You know, um, this isn't on the list as, a, as mistakes, but I would say find a, a client centered organization, not an advisor centered organization. If they say, Hey, I'm, I'm really good with stocks. You're definitely getting stocks. If they are a strong believer in insurance, you're probably getting insurance. So you want to have somebody who's not biased that's coming in, um, finding out what you need um, before prescribing. You wouldn't go to the doctor and the doctor says, oh, I'm, I really like this drug. So I prescribe it for everybody. And uh, if I get around to it, maybe I'll talk to you about what your symptoms are. You know, that that's laughable, but it is so common in our industry. It happens all the time. People don't even think it's weird. They, they didn't ask me any questions. They just stuck me in something. Is it appropriate? They don't know. You don't know. Yeah. And I think that kind of gets back to what you were saying earlier, Randy, right? About being comfortable asking questions. I mean, maybe it all, some of the circles back to that, that beginning. And I think sometimes one of the things I'm always so impressed with the team here is we have some really knowledgeable folks, but they're advisors that aren't obsessed with bragging or showing how smart they are. They're advisors that are obsessed with you understanding what's happening and feeling confident in retirement. And sometimes that means taking a complicated topic and explaining it in a way that's maybe a little bit more simple or in a way that you can understand it. I think it's a gift that you have and Brad and so many folks on the team here. And that, that can be challenging because these are some kind of sometimes, especially we get into some of this advanced tax planning, it's kind of technical and detailed. And um, it, it's important, though, I think, to have a relationship with someone that can explain it in a way that you can hear it. And then is also one that, you know, you feel comfortable asking questions and they're comfortable answering them as long as it takes to get you comfortable with a recommendation or a decision. Because at the end of the day, it's your money, not mm -hmm. ours, right? Yes. You need to be comfortable with it. You need to understand why we're making those recommendations. That's why we think it's so important to educate our clients. We call ourselves an education first firm because we want to make sure you're comfortable and familiar with the decisions you're making. This week, Randy, we're talking a little bit about, you know, how you choose a financial advisor. Do I need a financial advisor? Maybe do I need a new financial advisor? Yeah. Am I a different stage of life? A lot of mistakes, things we want to help you avoid. And, and I think the other one is really kind of lining up the advisor's experience with your particular retirement needs. Yeah, there's a lot of different areas of retirement and nobody can know it all. So the, some of the things that become a big deal in retirement that you're probably not too worried about at 30, 40, 50 is how do you sign up for Medicare? What's what's the best the best form of Medicare to be in? If you retire early, how do you bridge the gap to get to Medicare age? What's your Social Security strategy? Social Security is just terrifying for so many people. And it is complicated, but a lot of times just by going, you know, kind of logically through it, we have some tools. We can say this is the this is the best approach for you to take. There's the pluses and the minuses. 
um, an income plan. You know, we've talked about this in the past too. A lot of people, when they're working and they're filling that bucket, they get very used to that. I mean, I've been building the nest egg for 50 years and now all of a sudden there's this big shock and then, wait a minute, I'm not putting any more money in there. I'm also taking money out. So walking people through holding their hand, how does that work both, both emotionally and psychologically, but financially, what, uh, where are we getting that retirement paycheck from? And then probably the biggest one of all is, is taxes. While you're working, you don't have a lot of control over your tax bracket. There's some things you can do, but they're pretty limited. In retirement, with good tax planning, you get to the point where you can possibly even pick your own tax bracket. So finding somebody that has a a deep uh, understanding and a deep uh, love and passion for taxes is really good. You don't want to be working with somebody who says, oh, you talk to your CPA about that because they're they're looking the opposite direction. They're looking at how can I save you money this year, not how can I save you and future generations money for the next 50 years. I think that's so frustrating for so many people, right? And that is common in our industry. And it's important. We're, we're not CPAs, so we can't, you know, do your tax return ourselves or give you tax advice. But, you know, I think it is common in the industry. You call your advisor and they buy a great question, call the accountant, click. great question, call the attorney, click. And that's really why we've worked hard to build these team of experts where we can get all the professionals in the same room. It's why, you know, we help clients with their tax returns. We have a great, you know, partnership with a CPA firm. We have an elder law attorney right here at our main office that can do wills, powers of attorney, all the trust work, things that are needed, health insurance agent, whether it's how do I get from early retirement to Medicare? Or once I get to Medicare, it's like alphabet soup. Do I do Medicare Advantage, Medicare Supplement, Part A, B, C, D, and and really sort through that stuff? But the point, I guess, is, is that that team can work together so you have a plan that's kind of humming together versus someone saying, well, that's call the advisor. No, call the accountant on this. And one hand doesn't know what the other is doing. I think that can be so frustrating for so many right. people. What we hear a lot, if somebody's coming in to talk to us for the first time, they're clearly not happy about something or they're concerned about something. And a lot of them, one of our questions is, is like, do you have a financial plan? And a lot of times they say, well, no, or they don't know what a financial plan is. Or they say, well, my guy told me I was going to be okay. Like, well, I don't know how helpful that is. You know, if I go to the doctor and I have a problem and he says, you're going to be okay. Like, what what are you going to do about it? What, you know, what's, what's the plan of attack? How are we going to address this issue? Or if I'm talking to my travel agent and I'm, you know, I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm, I want to get there. Oh, don't worry about it. Like, that is not advice. <laughs> that is brushing you off. So it, it all starts with the financial plan. And when you put the plan in place, a lot of times people are so comforted. And I we mentioned that we have a box of Kleenex on every office because people start crying when they find out that, yeah, you are going to be okay. And now, you know, and I'll never forget the gentleman who cried and he said, I've, I've been working my whole life towards this and I never knew. And now I know that I'm going to be able to take care of my wife going forward. And uh, it's uh, even said that my whole life is divided to up to this moment and after this moment. So it was really, it was really nice to be the, uh, the, I guess the point of the spear. There was a whole bunch of the team behind me that put a lot of that together, but the one to be to live, able to deliver that message. But uh, it's really important that it's not just about growing the bucket. It's, it gets much more complicated and you, you can outgrow your advisor. That happens very commonly when you get to retirement and like, Hey, I've got these questions that aren't being answered. Well, and, and to your point, sometimes just different things, right? Different needs at this stage in life that maybe weren't 
as critical when you were working and weren't nearly as important. And I always love that analogy you use, Randy, about tax planning being in the car, right? And and most of the tax preparers' accounts are looking in the rear view mirror, again, looking backwards for that 12 months to your point. And, you know, what we're talking about is what steps can we do to reduce taxes? And it's not uncommon that we can save somebody six figures in the taxes they pay. And, and I mean, it's easy to throw those numbers around, but just take a moment. Let that let that sink in. If you had an extra six figures in your account, you know, what would that mean for your retirement? Would you do something different? Would you go on more trips? Would you just see the grandkids or help them more? Would you help charities? You know, would you maybe retire earlier? You know, what might that mean for you? And, and that's why I think this type of, of specific planning and retirement is so critical. And, and another mistake, Randy, I think people make is, is relying on an advisor who doesn't have an exit plan. There's so many advisors out there. It's just a one-person shop. And you, you hate to think about this, but if something happens to him or her, what's the plan? Yeah. A lot of these people, they, they retire. And I, I know this is some old data, but I heard a number of years ago that the average advisor, advisor in our industry was 68 years old. And I think a lot of people keep working because they enjoy it and they feel a responsibility to their clients. But if you're working with a team, there'll be, you know, there's always um, younger people coming off the bench that can help and uh, and sharing that information. And I really like what we do here. We, we don't do appointments on Fridays. We sit down with all the advisors and we talk about different situations. So even though nobody's retiring or leaving any time in the foreseeable future, you get the, this shared brain of people that have different knowledge and experience that we can bring to the table. And maybe we bring in a subject matter expert into that next meeting because we have somebody that really knows a lot about that particular area. So, the, yeah, the, the, I get that question often as I get more gray. People are like, well, you know, when are you retiring? They're like, I don't have plans to do that anytime soon, but you're going to be fine whether I'm here or not because we've got the team and we all work together to share that. So the uh, the the solo practitioner shop i mean there's a lot of them out there and some of them do a fantastic job but you need to address are they going to be around as long as your retirement is going to last and potentially working with the next generation after you're gone so what's the what's the succession plan what's the how's the team structured and are they going to be around uh longer than than uh one lifetime really critical questions to ask and, and it's important and i think it's one of the reasons we work so hard to build such a, a great team here and we probably don't you know it's one of the things I, I love about the advisory team here randy we probably don't talk about it enough but it, it's our fridays that's actually one of my days i look forward to most not because it's the end of the week but we don't do client appointments on fridays uh this last month we have been a little bit just because it's been busy but um, generally we don't do friday appointments and it's such a great opportunity for us because we get some time as an advisory team to really get all of our brains working on problems together. And I think even for me, as long as I've been doing this, sometimes I bring something up and you or Brad or Jake or Ty, whoever, you know, says, hey, what did you think about this or that? And sometimes I hadn't. And, and, I, and I think that idea of having this team approach is really powerful and it kind of gets into this you know is there an exit plan or succession plan conversation but to have this team approach is so critical because not only do you have more than one mind working on your problems but if i know you and you and your wife love to travel mm -hmm. right and maybe you guys are out on one of your fun cruises or you're doing a brewery tour somewhere and you know i can step in and and help your clients because 
you know, we've been talking about them and we know what's going on and we can support each other. And I think that team approach is really critical. What I like too, and both of us have been doing this for so long that we've seen just about everything, but you never have seen everything. So it comes up fairly often where somebody will have a circumstance or a question that I've never heard of before. And I, I love that because that gives us an opportunity to learn and grow. But I kind of, you know, make a mental note. Yeah, I got a topic for Friday. I'm going to, I'm going to let the team know that, Hey, I got something I haven't seen before and how are we going to handle this? So it's, uh, we talk, I talk to some of the newer people in the industry. I'm like, to be a financial advisor, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable because you're going to be presented with new situations all the time. You're never going to know it all. If you expect to know it all, this probably isn't the job for you. If you've got that growth mindset, uh, it's an exciting place. And it's kind of fun then to go back and and people kind of laugh because I, I show my enthusiasm on my sleeve. And I'm like, hey, we, you know, we talked about it on the team and this is what we came up with. And they're like, well, you're really enjoying this, aren't you? I'm like, well, yeah, thank you for asking a great question. <laughs> it is. Those, those are kind of the fun challenging yeah. cases right where you really have to problem solve and think about the best way to accomplish whatever this family is trying to accomplish and i think you bring up a great point having those multiple minds we're always learning and you know iron sharpens iron and we get to challenge each other and try to push each other to grow a little bit and when it comes down to it randy i think finding a great advisor who really cares about your goals and is committed to helping you pursue retirement is a pretty rare treasure if you have such an advisor, hold on to them. But if you're unsure whether your current advisor is the right fit, don't hesitate to seek a second opinion. And if you have an advisor, consider whether it's a good decision to go at it alone if you don't have one. Remember, there's no better time to take charge of your financial future. That's a complimentary process with us. And boy, we would love to help. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your retirement ready roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.